Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. Hey, happy Wednesday, 1228, everybody. Sorry, yesterday didn't work out. We were going to have Rebecca Friedlander on. She's a filmmaker and um, she got sick and lost her voice. And so we came into work yesterday after the Christmas break. And we were like, oh, we don't have a show today. How about that? And then also Steve's power went out. And so I had to cover for him on Elijah streams. And we did two shows back to back. One of them aired today. Uh, So it was sort of a one-two punch. So uh, thanks for rolling with that punch. Rolling with those punches, everybody. This is Elijah Fire episode 155. We've got an exciting show for you guys today. But before we get started... Um, I hope you guys all had a great Christmas. I know I did. Uh, it was pretty quiet, uh, but good quiet. And my wife and I got some rest and, um, she was still recovering from being sick. So we had to cancel all three of our, uh, Christmas get together plans with different, different places. But, uh, we had plenty of Christmas goodies. I ate way too much sugar, like way too much sugar. See, I wear makeup on this to cover the shine, but like totally broke out everything. So not uh not great but i don't regret it <laughs> at the same time it was delicious um uh, we got gifted a, this amazing box of homemade cookies from one of our viewers and um, she opened a bakery and um man it was just great it was great you guys so no show uh, no shows next week we are taking a week off to kind of reset we're going to be updating some of our graphics like our thumbnails for the new year that's kind of just like a thing that we planned out also, this time of year, it's kind of tough to 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 book people. We get cancellations, all that stuff. So it just kind of worked out having next week off. Uh, worked out great. Uh, also, illumination is gone for two two or three of those days. So it just worked out. Uh, so we will be back on Monday, January 9th. So stay tuned. Get excited. Take a week off. Kiss your loved ones. Pet your cat or your dog or whatever. I don't know. Do whatever you want. And uh, go back and rewatch some of the previous shows. You can do that too. And we'll be back on January 9th. That's a Monday. Also, uh, if you know, we're uh, right at the end of the year, uh, which means a couple of things. It means that I'm turning a year older. Uh, it also means that there's my plug for my birthday, which is December 31st, everybody. Um, but also, uh, this is a time for donations. If you're like, you know, I want to do one last big hurrah donation. Uh, well, you can give it to uh, Elijah List Ministries. You can give it to Elijah Fire, ElijahFire.com slash donate. As you know, we're take, we take that money and we keep this thing afloat five days a week and accessible on as many platforms as we can manage. But we're also doing amazing efforts with Show Mercy International over in Uganda. We're digging a new freshwater well every three days, which is very exciting and like crazy uh, and like good crazy. And we're completely transforming these communities. So we're going to play a quick update on that, those water wells, and then we're going to get going. Water. It's something we can't live without. Imagine a day without water. Think about what all would be affected. Laundry, cooking, watering your plants, showering, washing your hands, your morning coffee. Hospitals can't function, fires can't be put out, and so much more. Imagine a day 
without water. In Uganda, they don't have to imagine it. It's a reality. There are many people in Uganda that lack access to clean, safe water. But we can continue to change that reality. Children, elderly, families, they are still in need of clean, safe water. Amazing. Amazing. And I love all these new update videos we get. Like we've got one where in the background you can see them commemorating this well, dedicating this well to the Lord. Uh, it's just amazing, you guys. And your generosity has been unrivaled, if I do say so myself. Uh, so I love you guys. Thank you so much for everybody who's donated to this ministry, which also helps Show Mercy International's efforts as well. Uh, God bless you guys. So, um, but just again, as a reminder, if you make a donation now before the end of the year, it will actually be tax deductible for tax season, which is good. You know, that's good. So, um, okay. Today's guest, for those of you who don't know who he is, a lot of you know who he is. Some of you don't. He is an author. He's a prophetic voice. He's a preacher, an absolute dynamite preacher, actually. And he always preaches when he comes on here. I always look forward to it. So I was just kind of poking prod until he gets going, <laughs> which isn't hard to do, actually. Uh, but he's also the pastor of Ramp Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Let's give it up for my guest today, Andrew Howe. Andrew Tao, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I always am so honored to be with you and, and glad to be with the Elijah List, Elijah Fire family. So I'm looking forward to what God's going to do today. Yeah, absolutely. Because you got a great word about accelerating into this next year, 2023. So we're going to jump right in because there's a lot to, there's a lot to talk about. So go for it. Yes. Well, First off, let me uh, just share a scripture that the Lord gave me for this year and really can be for any year, but he specifically gave it to me for this year. And that's Psalms 121 verse eight. And it says this, the Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. So for some people that have been watching the news and watching these different things, looking at inflation, all of these things that we're seeing, the Lord says, I'm going to preserve you. So God's people, you've got to hear the word of the Lord. He said, I will preserve you. Now that word preserve, I'm going to do a little teaching right here. It means to properly, to hedge about, to guard, generally to protect, attend to, serve, reserve, or keep. He says, I'm going to keep you coming out of 2022 and keep you going into 2023. You, we are exiting out of one season and entering into another season. Now we know as believers, or most of us know, that we've already entered into another season in the Hebrew calendar or God's holy calendar. But this year, this year on our calendar, we are entering into a new season. He says, don't fear, come against the spirit of fear. Fear is not an emotion. Fear is a spirit. And I see that many people are uh, walking in fear and trying to operate in faith. You can't walk in fear and operate in faith. They're at war with one another. Right. So if we want to walk in faith, which is what pleases God, the scripture says faith is what pleases God. If we want to walk in faith, then we've got to rebuke the spirit of fear. Right. So I've come with good news today. I've come right. to tell you, get ready for 2023. Get ready for an acceleration. Get ready uh, for opportunities. You know, last month, uh, I released a word on the Elijah list about opportunities. 
the Lord spoke to me, and I'm just going to read a little portion of it here, yeah. if that's all right with you. It yeah. says, in the midst of chaos, global downturn, and even famine, my people, my people will have economic expansion. In fact, just type out expansion. If you're believing God for expansion in your finances, expansion in your resources, expansion in opportunities and open doors. Jeff, you and I were talking about it earlier before we went live. There is coming an expansion for God's people. Yeah. He said, I'm giving heavenly downloads and strategic ideas to prosper my people. They must discern the opportunities. He said, I'm going to allow you, if you turn up your discernment, discern the opportunities that God has given you. See, I, I believe that even in the midst of what we see uh, in our nation, and I know the nations of the world listen to this, but what we are seeing as a really a global community, uh, God is saying, not for my kingdom, not for my people. He says, I want you to discern opportunities because there is coming, hear me right now, there is coming a divide. There is coming a division between purity and pollution. Now, hear that right now. I'm writing a word about this right now. In fact, right before we went live, I was working on it because the Lord woke me up one night and he said, there is coming a divide. And he used these words specifically between purity and pollution because there is coming a cleansing a cleansing. We saw it begin in really 2020, yeah. but we're going to continue to see it in 2023. There's a divide between purity and pollution. He says no more pollution in the house of God. And it's going to start in the house of God, but it's going to flow throughout the world and, and, and different societies. He says no more pollution. We have seen those that have polluted the house of God, play games in the house of God. But he said there is a rise of purity. There is a movement of purity. The word says, who can ascend until the holy hill of the Lord? And I love the way the message Bible reads it. It says, who can climb Mount God? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. He said, I am looking for purity. Those that have purity in their life, those that are walking with God out of purity, with clean hands and a pure heart, those that climb Mount God and find him, he said, there are going to be massive opportunities. Now, I, I understand that the Lord began to speak to me that there are uh, some things that are occurring in 2023 that are going to be challenging. They're going to, we're going to see many challenging things. Uh, I, I'm an encourager to the bone. So when I start hearing about the challenging things, I, I say, but Lord, you, you have good news for us. And he said, yes, but even in the midst of challenges, God's people are going to rise to the forefront. God's people are going to see massive opportunities, God opportunities. Come on, if that's you right now, I want you in the comments, just begin to say and declare, that's me. I'm believing God for opportunities. I'm believing God for acceleration. I'm believing God for creativity to be stirred in me. I heard the Lord say that there's going to be businesses, Christian entrepreneurs that arise on the scene to the forefront in this season. Ministries are going to be birthed. Uh, heavenly downloads are going to be given. Books are going to be written. Uh, plays and movies are going to be given to God's people. There's massive opportunities. And he said the Holy Spirit 
for those that tune their ear to the voice of the Holy Spirit. He said, the Holy Spirit will lead you into it. He said, he will lead you. He is guiding you. He is guiding your steps. And that's a word right now for somebody. Maybe you're watching live or you're watching the replay. You need to understand the Holy Spirit is guiding you. You don't have to fear because he's your help and he is leading you. Come on, if you have surrendered your life to Christ, the Holy Spirit, he lives and dwells inside of you. And you just begin to say, Holy Spirit, lead me. Holy Spirit, guide me. And he will guide you into all truth. But he's, uh, Jeff, one of the things that uh, I I want to to, uh, relay to your listeners today, that the Lord spoke to me specifically for 2023. The other night he, he woke me up. And a lot of times he's waking me up. I, I don't know. He, he speaks to me. I'm like, God, oh, can you speak in the day? But he wakes me up at night. Uh, and he spoke to me and he showed me a vision of a runner that was getting ready to run. And he spoke to me and he said, this is what he said. I wrote it down. So I want to read it correctly. But he said, um, tell my people to position themselves to take off with divine acceleration. Tell my people to position themselves to take off with divine acceleration. And I focused in on that word position because, see, I'm a runner. I run eight to 10 miles most every day. Yeah, he's I haven't ran beast. during the holidays. I've been eating <laughs> lots of sweets. And, yeah. and I got to you really got to run. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you were talking about that, making me hungry already for the cookies. Yeah. But, uh, I got to get back on track, but yeah, same. Uh, I run most, most every day. And I know the preparation that goes in to running. If you want to run with distance and with speed, then it takes preparation. Uh, I run at the gym. So it takes me being at the right place. It takes me wearing the right shoes. Mm-hmm. It takes me stretching. And the Lord spoke to me, this is going to be a year of stretching. Uh, don't fear that he's stretching you out of your comfort zone, but it, with that comes great reward. So in the stretching comes the reward. In the stretching, don't get, it may be uncomfortable, but God is with you. He has empowered you to stretch yeah. beyond the borders where you have been living, the, the restraints where you have been. He says, this is a season of expansion. Yeah. This yeah. is the hour to run. He says, get ready to run. Get ready to run with speed. Get ready to run in places where you have never been before. He says, get ready because this is the season. He said, but you've got to position yourself. He said, the Holy Spirit. Oh, I feel the fire of the Holy yeah, Ghost right man. now. <laughs> right here on Elijah Fire. He yeah. says, prepare yourself. He says, get ready to run. Get ready to run with speed. Get ready to run the distance and get ready to run for the prize because you will win this race. Yeah. You will see the hand of God upon your life. You will see the hand of God upon your life. Mm. I want to say that one more time. You will see. You've heard that before, but he said, now you will see the hand of God upon your life. Mm. He said, there's coming a, uh, a cleansing that's coming. I want to get back to that because we need to understand significantly. He took me uh, to first Kings chapter 18 and he said that we will see the prophets of Baal. Now, let me give you a little context here. I'll just summarize this without preaching the whole chapter here. But uh, the spirit of Jezebel, 
we know uh, if you've been in church uh, very long at all, you've heard about the spirit of Jezebel or you've heard about the woman Jezebel. But behind the woman, there's a spirit called Jezebel. The spirit of Jezebel had corrupted the nation. It, it had spread throughout the nation and Ahab was her husband. He was a weak leader. In fact, the word tells us, the Bible tells us that he angered God because he had done more evil than all the other kings prior to him. So uh, he did not stand up to his wife and she brought over foreign gods and, and, and the, specifically the, the Baal, the false god Baal, and built temples to Baal. And so uh, the spirit of Jezebel had corrupted the nation. Prophets had been silenced. Now we see that even in this hour, that the, the, the enemy is trying to silence the voice of prophets. Because why? Satan hates the voice of prophets. Why? Because it ministers the heart of God. They speak the heart of God. They not only foretell, which they do, but they also tell forth. They, they, they declare something. They declare a thing. And so the prophet's voice had been silenced through the spirit Jezebel. Samaria was in spiritual ruin. Uh, and they were in a spiritual famine and a natural famine. Now, that sounds a little bit like today. We see things that are occurring that, I, I Jeff, I didn't think in my lifetime I would ever see. Uh, you know, I never thought that we would see uh, supply interruptions in America. I yeah, never thought that level. we would, I, yeah. I never thought that we would see this uh, to this degree at all. In in fact, the Lord gave me a dream back in 2006. Uh, I had a dream, uh, an encounter with the Lord, where he led me out into a field, a massive field. And he said, Andrew, uh, the days of Joseph are coming back to the land. There is famine in the land. But he said, don't fear because I'm raising up many Josephs, not just one, not just two, but many Josephs. He said, don't fear. Don't fear. Tell the people of God not to fear. Well, in 2003, I did not understand what he was saying to me, really. Uh, I, I sent it off to some dream interpreters that I know and, and some prophetic voices that I know. And, and they sent me back words and, and I agreed with them. However, it wasn't I knew it wasn't the fullness of what God was saying. And having uh, been out of uh, 2001, where we saw the terrorist attack, I really believed that maybe there would be another terrorist attack or, or I did not really fully comprehend uh, or understand what he was saying. But he said in that famine that people will be running to the church, they will be running to, to the people of God and to those that walk in the power of God. So I thought, remember, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember well, but in 2001, after the terrorist attack, I mean, Preachers were everywhere. CNN was calling preachers. Uh, they were. I remember watching interviews with T.D. Jakes and Bishop Jakes and all these different preachers and prophetic voices yeah. that they would call and put on these secular broadcasts because people were desperate for answers. How yeah. how would God allow this to happen? And why would you know? And so we saw that at the beginning of 2020, people turning to God. But I think others have grown cold to the voice of God or, or distant, but I saw the Lord 
uh, in that dream, the Lord spoke to me and said, Joseph's were going to arise on the scene. There would be many Joseph's with a Joseph anointing and that people would be running to the house of God. They would be running to churches. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And I believe that signifies that we are going to see a revival and an awakening mm. like we have never seen in the history of the world before. I believe that third great awakening that, that we've heard prophesied, I believe we're going to see it. I wrote a book called The Triple Threat Anointing, and it's about a mass uh, revival of salvation, healing, and deliverance. And I believe with all of my heart, Jeff, that we are going to see that. And we are, we are approaching those days. We're even beginning to see it now, but we're going to see it in a greater measure like we have never seen it before. But he said to me, he said uh, that that spirit of Jezebel had corrupted a nation. Getting back to first Kings 18, the prophet's voice had been, been silent, but there were still those prophets that had been hidden in the cave by Obadiah. Mm-hmm. There was still a voice. And of course, we come to the great prophet Elijah. Now, I love Elijah because he is bold. He, he is not afraid. And he just says it like it is. He doesn't try to sugarcoat it. I love people that just speak it and, and declare what the Lord is saying. But we know the story of Elijah. Uh, Elijah was a prophet. He was a man of God. And we go to 1 Kings chapter 18. And this is what the Lord began to speak to me for 2023. Uh, now, there's a lot of situations and circumstances that lead up to this event. But the prophets of Baal or so-called prophets of Baal were really ruling the territory because the prophets of God had been silenced. But there came a day where God said, enough's enough. Now is the time for you to go show yourself to Ahab, who was king. He said, in other words, go reveal yourself that I still have a prophet. And I believe that there's going to be a revealing of the prophets of God that are, are, are have clean hands and pure hearts. There's going to be a revealing of the word of God that comes forth with authority and power. And so Elijah goes to him and he challenges. He says, bring your prophets, the prophets of Baal, and meet me on top of Mount Carmel. Now I'm paraphrasing all this, but he says, meet me on top of Mount Carmel. And he says, I'll let you go first. He said, we're going to get a bullock, which was a sacrifice, and we're going to lay it uh, before. You call on your God, Baal, and the first, and then I'll call on my God, and the God who answers by fire, let him be God. And so uh, the prophets of Baal begin to cry out, and they begin to call on Baal. Oh, Baal, you know, hear our cry. Answer us. Answer us by fire. And of course, like other false gods, nothing happened because they're not God. They're not the supreme. They're not the creator. Nothing happens. And I love Elijah because he kind of uh, uh, toys with them here because he says, maybe your God's on vacation. <laughs> maybe he can't hear you. Cry louder. He can't hear you. And so they begin to cry even louder and they're using their voice even louder. And the word tells us they begin to cut themselves and they begin to try to get in anything to try to get Baal's attention. But he does not answer them. But then it was Elijah's time and he rises up and he instructs the people. I want you to cut the bullock in pieces. And he says, I want you to go get four barrel fulls of water. 
Now, this is important because this was a seed. I want you to see this. This was a seed because there had been a famine. There had been a drought. So water was scarce. But he said, I want you to get four barrelfuls of water. And I want you to pour it on the sacrifice and do it again three times. So that's 12. 12 is the number of government. Hallelujah. (laughs) I feel a fire on this right now. He says, it's also the number of order. He says, I want you to pour the seed on the order. I want you to pour it on the sacrifice. And he does this because he doesn't want people to use the excuse, well, they've been crying out here and maybe the sun just got hot and somehow this bullet got on fire. He said, no, I'm going to make it impossible. He said, I want you to pour the drench this altar. Yeah, He rebuilt the altars. And he said, I want you to drench this sacrifice, drench the altar, make it impossible for it to happen in the natural. And see, some people today, maybe you're listening to this and you're saying, my circumstance is impossible, but get ready because you're going to see, mm, you're going to see the God of Elijah, the God who answers by fire. You're going to see him right on Elijah fire. I believe somebody's going to get a breakthrough. I believe somebody is going to get a miracle today. The God who answers by fire, let him be God. And we know what happens if you don't, you can find it in First Kings 18. But he begins to call on his God and he begins to pray. And he says, Lord, let uh, I'm asking you to answer me today. And as he did, God answered him by fire and consumed that sacrifice. But not only that, I love this part. The word says that it licked up. It licked up the water. Now, we know that water puts out fire but this fire was from god and it began to lick up the water and it began to uh, um let me let me read it here for you real quick the fire of the lord fell this is verse 38 and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that just amazes me not only did it burn the wood okay wood burns not only did it burn the stones Not only did it burn up all the dust, but it licked up the water. (laughs) The the Lord said, I'm not going to do it halfway. I'm going to do it all the way. He's going to be extra. He's going to (laughs) you right now. He's not going to do it halfway. He's going to do it all the way. It's going to be supernatural. And it licked up the water that was in the trench. Now look at verse 39. I want you to hear this. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their face and they said, the Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. That's called revival, people. That's called an awakening. They were uh, 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 have been living a life of compromise. They have been living a life where uh, Jezebel had corrupted this nation, the people of God. They had uh, uh, they were in sexual immorality. And we see that in our nation. We see that spirit that has corrupted our nation and really a generation has uh, uh, polluted a generation. But I'm telling you, get ready for 2023, because I believe we're going to see a revival and awakening 
Uh, young people are not going away from the church in droves, but I believe young people are going to be raised up, and I believe children are going to begin to prophesy. They're going to begin to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. They're going to begin to release the word of God with power and demonstration. Come on, parents, we need to begin to believe God for our children and, and, and call it forth in them. See, I'm so thankful I had parents that begin to encourage the, the things of God in my life. When I got filled with the Holy Ghost and my, my prayer language, I was four years old. Now, a lot of people would say that's too young. No, no, no. My parents said, oh, that's the Holy Ghost. Andrew, that's the Holy Spirit coming upon you and filling you up to overflow and giving you a heavenly language so that you can pray in. And right then I started prayer meetings in my room at four years old. And, and Jesus would walk into my room at times. And so I'll never forget that. But thank God for godly parents that began to say, yes, that's the Holy Spirit. Come mm -hmm. on. Uh, Two nights ago, I laid down with my son. He's five. And he began to tell me that uh, uh, an angel came to his room. And, and instead of saying, oh, you didn't see an angel, I began to say, tell me what you saw, Gabriel. Tell me, tell me about the angel. Was he tall? Was he, uh, what did he say? You know, because I believe in this hour. Our children are going to have encounters with God, but thank God he's not going to leave out the adults. Come mm -hmm. on, somebody say it. amen right there. Amen. Thank God, <laughs> if, if you've got breath in your body, God has a plan for your life and yeah. he wants to use you for the kingdom of God. But on top of Mount Carmel, they begin to fall to their face and begin to repent. And they begin to say, he's the true God. See, I believe in this hour where God is, is putting a division between pollution and between uh, uh, the pure, that we are going to see an hour like this where God says enough of the fake, but now the people of power are gonna rise to the forefront. The people of purity are rising to the forefront. And uh, just like we were talking about earlier, Jeff, those that have been undercover, God's gonna expose and let them rise to the top. The Lord showed me that there's gonna be resignations of, of, of some leaders in the church uh -huh. And in, in, in nations that uh, he's going to be removing from position because he's raising up those uh, with pure hearts and clean hands. And, and so uh, I won't get into all of that today because I want to stick to the outlook that he's given me. But he, he began to speak to me and he said that the uh, to, to get ready to run. Now, let me get back there because uh, I, 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 I started getting off track and, and I was going to start going off in a different direction, but the Lord gave me specific instructions for this broadcast. So I'm going to stay with it. Hallelujah. But uh, Elijah has this encounter. The revival begins to break out. The people begin to repent and begin. Uh, then he instructs them to go kill the false prophets of Baal. I'm telling you, there is going to be a shutting down of the false prophets of Baal in this hour. There is going to be uh, 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 the people are going to say, you know what? That is not accurate. I don't believe that anymore. And they're going to start turning off 
voices that are speaking against the true and living God. Hallelujah. That makes me shout right there because those of us that have been plowing the prophetic field, God is saying you will wake up in this hour and you will see prophets and groups of prophets and schools of prophets that rise up on the scene that have the word of God for this hour and this season. He said, but there will be a showdown like that of Mount Carmel, where we see the power of God move in great demonstrations. Hmm. We're going to see the sick healed. We're going to see the word of God shift you from one season. Come on. I'm prophesying to you right now. Get ready. You are shifting from one season to another. God is shifting you from one level to another. He is taking you into a season where you began to run. Just like that vision he showed me. Some of you have been in preparation. You've been in the stretching season where the, uh, the Holy Spirit has been stretching you out of your comfort zone. In 2023, when the alarm goes off, get ready because you're going to run into a new season. You're going to run and he says there's going to be a divine acceleration from God now Mm -hmm. stay with me right here because Elijah verse 41 Elijah said unto Ahab get thee up and eat and drink for there is a sound he heard something going in the spirit he said there is a sound of an abundance of rain now remember they haven't seen rain for three and a half years Mm -hmm. I'm telling you in this generation We haven't seen some moves of God in a very long time. Right. But he said, I hear it in the spirit. I hear it. I hear it. And I know many prophets are hearing it in the spirit. He said, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain that's coming. It's going to end the drought. It's going to end the famine. It's going to end. He said, this rain is going to be a rain of awakening. This rain is going to be a rain that pulls the people of God out of the barren season and into a season of fruitfulness. He said, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. And so Ahab went up and ate and drank and Elijah went to Mount Carmel. Now, this is good right here, Jeff. You got to get this. I know I said I wasn't going to read the whole chapter, but this hey, is so I'm good. I'm here for it, man. So he said, uh, Elijah, it says uh, that he went on top of Mount Carmel and he cast himself down upon the earth. Now, whenever I read this before, I've always thought of Elijah falling to his knees and praying and crying out to God because I've read this so many times. But when you really study that out, it means that he threw himself down to the earth and he began to put his face between his knees. Now, when you study that out, it's a, actually an oriental position of prayer. It mirrors the position a woman goes into to give birth. I don't want to get graphic here, but this is the position of birthing. And the Lord said that there are going to be those that begin to birth through intercession. Intercessors are going to be raised up in this hour because your prayer has not gone unheard. Your prayers for your nation and for 
for this generation have not gone unheard. But God is saying those that have cast themselves down, those that have heard something in their spirit, but the natural doesn't line up to what they have heard. He says, you have been in a position of prayer. And Elijah went into that position and he began to, to pray and he began to to uh, cast himself down in this position. He was birthing a rain. He was birthing a supernatural rain. And then the word says, and he said to his servant, go look, look toward the sea. And the servant went up and they looked and said, there is nothing. Now, I always teach this to my leadership team because I use this as a church leader. I will speak to my team and I will say, listen, don't come back with reports that don't line up with what God is saying. But they said, there is nothing. And he said, go again. And he did this seven times. Tell them to keep going. Look again until what you see lines up with what I've heard. You keep looking. You keep looking because what I've heard in the spirit, my natural, this natural situation has got to come into alignment with what you've heard. See, some of you have heard some things of the spirit. His sheep know his voice and you've heard some things, but you're looking in the natural Mm -hmm. and it does not line up yet. He says, go look again. That's a word for somebody right now. Go look again, go again, go again, because it's going to happen suddenly, suddenly. And he comes and he goes again seven times. And the seventh time he came back and he says, there ariseth a little cloud, the size of a man's hand. It's just little. I'm telling you. Big things come from little packages. Big things come from uh, things that look small. Don't despise small beginnings because big things come from that. And what we're going to see in 2023 is going to be big. What we see in 2023 is going to be abundance. What we see in 2023, I'm prophesying right now. Mm -hmm. Somebody in the comments section, whatever platform you're listening to or watching, you need to begin to declare this over your life. Begin to declare and prophesy over your life. I hear the sound of a abundance of a rain. I hear a supernatural rain that is uh, equipping me, that is awakening dead things. There's going to be resurrection in this season. And I'm going to run. I'm going to run with divine acceleration in this season in Jesus name. And so he says, there ariseth a little cloud like the size of a man's hand. And he says, go up and say to Ahab, prepare thy chariot and get thee down that the rain stopped thee not. See, I love he's prophesying right there. He said, it may just be a little cloud, but you go tell Ahab, don't let the rain stop thee. He's saying, in other words, rain is coming. Rain is here. And verse 45 says, and it came to pass that the meanwhile, while the heaven was black with with clouds and wind. See, whenever there's a great move of God, it's associated with wind. And there's sound, there was a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. And, 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 with clouds and wind, there was a great rain. There was a great rain. It was a supernatural rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. Now, verse 46 is what the Lord specifically spoke to me for 2023. And it goes along with a vision that I had of the runner. He said, and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Now, the Lord spoke to me when I saw that vision and reminded me of this verse. And so I turned to it and he said, he ran before chariots and horses. 
that's supernatural. Mm -hmm. And this wasn't just a mile. If you study it out, it's, it's around 30 miles, 30 miles that Elijah ran. Not only did he call down fire from heaven, not only did it get in the birth position and begin to intercede through intercession and he began to birth what was a supernatural reign, but then he girded up his loins. That means he got ready in preparation. Remember, he told me to tell the people of God to position yourself. Get ready to run by positioning yourself for acceleration. If you don't prepare for acceleration, when acceleration comes, you won't be able to keep up. But if you prepare now and say, I'm getting ready for that acceleration to hit my ministry. I'm getting ready for acceleration to hit my finances. I'm getting ready for acceleration to hit my family. I'm getting ready for this acceleration, this divine acceleration that only God could do. These opportunities that only God can give in this season. When there's businesses closes, closing down, God's going to make a way and give opportunities for entrepreneurs to arise. Hallelujah. I'm telling you today is a day to get ready to run. 2023 is going to be a year of running. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. Now, I did not know this. I did a broadcast uh, uh, yesterday with uh, a prophet, Ben Lim. And I did not know that this year, 2023, that three is the number of the running man. I did not know that until I did that broadcast with him last night when I got this revelation uh, and the Lord spoke to me and said, get ready to run. I've got to do more study on that because I just heard what he was saying yesterday, but it is the year of the running man uh, uh, is shaped like a foot. The three is shaped like a foot. Uh, it also is the year of camel. Now there's a lot more Hebrew scholars, so I'm not even going to attempt to, to break that all down, but I did that broadcast last night and I thought it was very interesting that three in the Hebrew was a, a picture of the running man or the, yeah. the foot. And so uh, you may know, know more about that, Jeff, uh, but I, I've got to study it out. But I just thought that was powerful. So I threw yeah. that in as a bonus. Yeah, but he right. says, get ready, because when he began to run, he girded up his loins. He was in preparation because I believe that he knew that there was a divine acceleration coming upon him. Now. I was studying this the other day when, when the Lord gave me this word. And it was believed that the prophet, that, that Baal, the God, false God Baal, controlled the weather. So the prophet was not going to allow Jezebel to get credit to Baal. Remember, they just had revival. So he said, I'm going to expose this pollution. So a supernatural acceleration came on him and he ran ahead of the chariots and the horses and he got to Jezreel because he was saying, in other words, let the people know that just experienced revival. Let them know this isn't attributed to Baal. This isn't attributed to a nation. This sure isn't attributed to Jezebel. This is only by God himself. He is the true and living God, and he has poured an abundance of rain. See, this year, I believe we're going to step back and we're going to say, others are going to look at your life. I'm prophesying to you right now. Others are going to look at your life and they're going to say, your God is the true and living God. Only God could do this. Only God could give you this idea. Only God could give you this opportunity. Only God 
could uh, accelerate your life like this. To those of you that feel like you're running behind, to, to, to those of you that felt like I should be further than I am right now, I hear the Lord saying he is redeeming the time and restoring the years. It's going to be as if you lost, lost nothing, as if you lost no, no time at all, because he said, your times are in my hands. And God says, I can accelerate you to such a degree and make you so effective that you can accelerate into your destiny. Somebody receive this right now. You can accelerate into your destiny. You can accelerate into the plan and the purpose of God that is going to be like you have lost no time at all. He said divine acceleration, divine mm -hmm. acceleration this year. There is coming a running that is supernatural. He says, get ready for speed, get ready for acceleration and get ready to see the hand of God for the pure in heart. Mm. Hallelujah. Man. Yes. So, Andrew, uh, you know, we don't often, uh, people, a, a lot of times in the, there's different circles within the prophetic, you know, and they're not often comparing notes, right? So, but something that I uh, wanted to point out um, was that you were talking about Elijah and Baal, the prophets of Baal and that showdown, that kind of thing that happened on yeah. Mount Carmel. And what's interesting is that uh, so those of you that want to go back and listen to this, it's episode 80 of Elijah Fire 8-0 with Jesse Green. And she had gotten a, she had a vision or I think it was a dream of seven waves. And it was seven different things that are going to happen. And this fall was wave two. So just to, and she got it in 2020 and she was like, oh, that's interesting. And then just kind of like dismissed it. And then the Lord really began to highlight it again for this year. And wave one was about, uh, it was a separating the wheat from the tares. So the rise of the remnant church. So we really saw that in 2020, uh, a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. And there really was this separation that happened within the church of um, those that were really, really for God and going after God uh, versus not, um, or more concerned with the things of man, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then wave two was the resurrection of the unborn. She felt very strongly that this was in relation to Roe v. Wade and what happened this year, Roe v. Wade got overturned. Yeah. Um, and that arise, uh, there's, a, there's more to that. But the third one was a deliverance. De deliverance and witchcraft and is a prophetic showdown is what she said. And that's, wow. she said, that's the way we're about to go into. I'm and on. so it's really interesting that you have this word. And I was just like, when I, while you were talking, I was like, Oh man, it's, that's what we want. Right. We want that. everybody like those of you who are new to prophecy, like that's what we want. We want that confirmation. You're going to see words echo each other. And it's from people that aren't connected. Like you don't talk to Jesse green. I don't think. I occasionally I love her. She's been yeah. to our church, but no, I have not. Yeah. See, her. like most of us are very, I, if you're anything like me, we're so busy. You cannot, <laughs> I yeah. just don't have time to sit here and look at different words. And so it was also interesting that you said something else that confirmed a word that I released on here about creativity. And Come I said, 2020, 20, 2023 is God is going to be releasing creativity. He's going to be redefining what creativity means to people and that he actually is going to meet people in the midst of that creativity. It's an interesting thing because the creativity is birthed out of intimacy with the Lord. And as you pursue that creativity, it's 
going to produce greater intimacy with the Lord as well. And so um, it's very, very exciting, man. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, those opportunities are going to come. And, I, you know, the Lord is going to stir up creativity and, and businesses. You know, one of the things that the Lord really has been laying on my heart for 2023 is that uh, an entrepreneurial anointing is arising on people. There's a mantle for entrepreneurship. Uh, the other day, I had re released a word on the Elijah list uh, last month, I believe, about opportunities uh, going along with this. And uh, a businesswoman uh, called me last week and uh, I was talking about how that even businesses would be given to people um, uh, because the Lord is, is just transferring wealth. He's transferring opportunities to, to the righteous. And, and she called me, she had read that word and she called me and she said, I just read your word on the Elijah list and you'll never believe it. Uh, but I was called into a board meeting of a company and they gave me 4 million shares of their business. Uh, I don't have, have no investment in it, but they gave it to me and said, we just want you to be a part. We want your, your anointing on this business. Uh, we want your prayers and we want your creativity. And the Lord spoke to me and said, get ready. There's going to be a lot more of that. Uh, not only businesses being started with creativity, I believe even uh, media and, and uh, resource, artistic resources, things like that that are coming to fruition, but also businesses that are already established. God is going to say, uh, lead people to give those over. See, when they came out of Egypt, the children of Israel came out of Egypt. The wealth of Egypt was given to them. Uh, they blessed them with the wealth of Egypt. And so I believe that as we are coming into 2023, that we're going to see some more of that. We're going to see not only startups and ministries being birthed and things being birthed, but we're going to see a, a turnover of businesses uh, and real estate given and, and uh, bought up by the people of God. And so uh, I'm excited about this season. I think we ought to be excited about what God's doing in this mm. season. Yeah. And I was talking to my wife yesterday. We were, we were on a video call with some, um, some really dear friends of ours, um, John and Judy. Hi, John and Judy. Um, and um, Lauren, we were talking about how there's, there's kind of this rise, like the, the light and the dark are becoming very clearly defined. And so yeah. I think as we go into 2023, there shouldn't be an expectation that evil is going to cease to exist. It's not the case, but like if that darkness is, 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 is dark, how, how great is the light? Like th there's, there's very clear, it's going to become more clearly defined. And so Lauren, my wife was talking about how she was like, as much as I hate evil, I'm so excited to continue to see God rise and, and to the light to become more clearly defined and the amazing things that God is going to do in this, this season that we're entering into is very exciting. So I think that's an important thing to note. I think you did hit on that, that to not don't expect evil to just cease to exist. And then to use that as your evidence to disprove anything that prophets are saying, I think it's important to note that evil Satan's going to continue to do what he's going to do until he's completely overthrown. Um, in fact, there's going to be an intensifying of yeah. that um, because there is a line being drawn in the sand by the Lord. Uh, he is putting a division. And so like you were saying, 
evil is going to be more evil and mm -hmm. light is going to be greater light. And, uh, you know, I love one thing about, about God is that it's terribly evil. And I'm talking about evil that we have not been able to, we've not seen yet how evil the devil is. He's still not as evil as God is good. Yeah. He's still not yeah. uh, God's opposite. His opposite would be an archangel or an angel of yeah. God is God all by himself. Yeah. So, you know, there's don't no be equal. Fear. Yeah. Yes. Don't be in fear of, oh, no, you know, he's talking about evil coming and don't be in fear because your God is greater. God mm -hmm. is greater. That's so and good. So, uh, but yes, we will definitely see that division and we will see an intensifying. Uh, you know, we even see now it is uh, motives and and. Uh, things are not covered. There's been an uncovering and there will be more of that sure. to where we see agendas uh, really exposed in this hour. And, and it will click with people. Uh, I believe there's an awakening coming that people will, be, will say, oh my, this has been happening all along and I didn't see this happening uh, because I believe God is opening our eyes to see uh, that we'll begin to see uh, what what is taking place in the spirit realm? Yeah, and something that I, um, I, I talk to different prophetic types, different prophets, um, and I'm always curious. Uh, and what I found to be a common denominator when they release a word like this, often, and I can speak for myself, even uh, though I wouldn't consider myself a prophet, but I do get prophetic words. Um, and uh, I, what I've noticed often is God will allow certain things to me to be exposed to certain things, maybe a storm, a, 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 you know, proverbial storm that I have to weather and he's guiding me through it. And the endurance that gets built, the perseverance that gets built, like as I persevere that, that, um, that maturity and completeness that James talks about, um, happens. Uh, and, uh, it's, you know, if, if you're in any fashion of leadership whatsoever, you're leading some kind of a charge. You've got some people behind you. And I've said, shared this before on the show that if you think of it like bombers, right? You're not going to shoot the bombers way in the back. You're going to shoot the bombers in the front yeah. um, as a, a hope to deter the other bombers from continuing forward uh, before they can drop the payload. And so often what I feel like that's what happens with leaders, especially prophets, they may get they may experience something before the their flock does yeah and uh so there's a degree of authority that comes out of that that storm that you weathered where you're like hey this is coming and and you can tell people and you have there's this authority because you walked through it already so does i was just curious if that happens to you as well do you find yourself kind of weathering a storm and then realizing oh that's a that's a that's even a prophetic warning for other people. Hey, this is how you weather this. This is what you need to stand on. This is how you need to go about this. Do you, do you find that happens to you? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it really gives you a realm of authority Yeah. Uh, to, to know what, not just know by the scripture or what you're, you know, what you've been taught, but it gives you, you know, you can tell when somebody has lived it and overcome sure. and, and taken uh, authority over it. Mm -hmm. And someone that's just, you know, reiterating or or someone that's you know just heard a message somewhere but somebody right. that's lived it you can you can know that and so yeah. a lot of times uh you will see that happening with leaders and people that 
that live ahead of time because we know what's we we know in part, but we know what's coming ahead. And so we've honestly a lot of times already experienced those things so we can help others overcome. The word says we're we're overcomers, but we're more than conquerors. So we don't just conquer the thing. We help other people conquer the thing. Mm -hmm. But every believer is more than a conqueror. So those things that we go through are to help other people conquer their thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I also use this as a point of encouragement, too, that we're all leaders of someone, even if you're just a stay at home mom, you're not just a stay at home mom, you are a leader of your children, you know, and, um, and so whatever your like, these things that we go through help those that we lead. Yeah. Um, And that we want them to become strong as well. Uh, So um, yeah, I just think that there's a degree of authority. And I think I already knew the answer when I asked you that that question. Yeah, because you can just tell, you know, um, you can tell when somebody's walked through something, there is a measure of authority. Um, and I was talking, uh, I think Chris Elisha was on last week. I think it was like two weeks ago that we were talking about this. I can't remember. It's all blurring together. But saying that, uh, you know, she and I both had kind of walked through some difficult things this year. And both of us are privy to the extent of those things we walked through. And we were talking with joy about what God is doing in this next season. Um, and just saying like, Hey, like we both know what's happened in each other's lives. Like there's, we've had to walk through some stuff and we can tell you with excitement that what God is doing is far greater than any trial you're going to go through. Um, if you're not already in it, I know a lot of people have gone really gone through the fire this year. So I know that this word is resonating with a lot of people in terms of just the excitement they feel for this next, this next year and what God is going to do. So. Absolutely. And you know, like Job, he went through those trials, but Mm -hmm. after this, the word says after this, he got back double. So, you know, after you weather the storm, always God brings reward. Mm -hmm. Always. It always brings a reward. The, the, you can look at the Hebrew boys that were thrown into the fiery furnace after they came out, they were promoted. So the Lord says, you know, even those, I just sense right now, some of your viewers may be going through some trials and Mm -hmm. I, I don't make light of that, but I stand with you and tell you that when you come out and you will come out, Mm -hmm. you will not stay there forever. You will come out of life is seasonal. So you will come out. And when you come out on the other side, God says, I will bless you. There will be reward there for you. There'll be promotion there for you. So keep standing strong, having done all, stand there for. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, last year I wrote uh, for the Elijah List, and I think I wrote about it in my new book too. I had a vision of uh, uh, just the enemy flying overhead, dropping, you know, you were talking about bombs, dropping like oh. bombs and grenades going off. And people were terrified. They were standing still. They didn't know if to to move forward or backwards, but a fog had filled the area and they couldn't see. Uh, You know, if if you're driving and it's become foggy and you don't know, can I, is anybody ahead of me? Can I go on? You know, that's what they were doing. They were standing in place. And those that were getting tired, I saw them begin to sit down. And I, I heard the Lord say, this is not the time to sit down. This is the time to stand. And he is lifting that fog. He is lifting that haze so you can see clearly and you can walk forward because we are going to begin to run in this season. 
I just tied that vision with this word because I, the Holy Spirit just dropped it in my heart. But he said that the enemy that's dropping things overhead, he's going to see that I am fighting for you when I lift that fog and I lift that haze and you stand strong. Don't you lay down. This isn't the time to give up. It's not the time to throw in the towel. It's not the time to say, this is too hard. I can't see ahead. God says, I will give you vision to see clearly. I hear the Holy Spirit saying right now, he is opening up your eyes to see in the spirit what step you are to take. I bind the spirit of confusion. I bind the enemy that would take a... a, Try to cloud your vision and confuse your mind. I say there is clarity coming to you. There is clear vision coming to you. Without a vision, people perish. That is why the enemy is trying to cloud your vision. So you'll cast off all restraint and you'll begin to uh, run wild. But the Lord says, no, stand firm. I am lifting that haze and I'm giving you clear vision and you will move forward in this season in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Yeah, amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, Andrew, I want you to take take a second and just pray. I mean, if you want to do a little bit more of that, see if the Lord's got anything else for some other people, that'd be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lord, I want to come to you. I come to you today. And I'm praying for all the supporters and listeners of Elijah Fire, those that may be watching live or watching the replay, you know exactly what they're dealing with. You know exactly the time that they're listening to this broadcast. And it's not by mistake. You had them turn on this broadcast to hear this word because you wanted to speak into their life. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you today. Today, there is an awakening. Today, wake up from your slumber is what I hear the Lord say, that there is an alarm sounding. This word is an alarm to your spirit saying, wake up. The enemy has tried to put you to sleep. He has tried to lull you to sleep. But I hear the Lord saying, sound the alarm. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is the hour you're going to run. Don't miss this moment. Don't miss this time. I have redeemed the time and I am restoring the years to you. It is not too late. I hear the Lord saying someone's watching this and saying it's too late. This is great, but it's too late for me. You don't know my poor choices put me so far behind. This is your catch up time. This is the time where the Holy Spirit catches you up to where you should have been all along. He said, I will restore to you the years that the locust and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, I will restore those years that the devourer has eaten. You say, how does he restore years? He makes you so effective in the next season of your life that it's as if you've lost nothing at all. He said, I will restore to you. This is a season of restoration. This is a season of acceleration and you will run and you will outrun the chariots and the horsemen. You will outrun. The Lord said, you won't lag behind. Hear me. He says, no longer will you lag behind. In fact, I hear the Lord saying that there is a single person. I believe that you're, a, yes, you're a woman and you're watching this broadcast and you're saying, uh, I've missed my opportunity for marriage. No, you have not missed your opportunity for marriage. God said, I will restore to you the years. I will restore missed opportunities. Hear me, ministers out there. I hear the Lord saying, I'm restoring opportunities to you. This is a season where you will see connection. 
disconnection and reconnection. Yes. Connection, disconnection, and reconnection, says the Lord. You will connect with uh, those that you have never connected with before. The Lord will open the doors. Uh, the Lord says, I will open those doors that no man can shut. But there's also a disconnection. I will close doors that no man can open. There's some people that can't go where you're going. So the Lord is disconnecting you from some relationships. Don't chase after them. Let them go. Let Bless them. Let them go. But he says there's going to be a connection. There's going to be disconnection. But then there's also coming reconnection. He said there's restoring of relationships that have been prematurely disconnected. And he says, I'm bringing them back. And he says, this time there's going to be repentance. Yes, there's going to be repentance and there's going to be a reconnection. He said, but you've got to forgive. Your forgiveness is imperative. The Lord said, forgive. The the Bible says, I will make a table for you in the presence of your enemies. But then you have to invite your enemies to the table. Ask Joseph. He had to invite his enemies to his brothers to the table after after he was thrown into a pit. He said, I will make a table before you, but you've got to learn and you've got to forgive. Now hear me, forgiveness is not a, a, a feeling. We don't feel, feel forgiveness. That doesn't come natural to us. No, forgiveness is a choice. Forgiveness is saying, God, by your power, I choose to forgive this person that hurt me. I choose to forgive what they did to me. God, I drop the charges against them. And I choose to walk in forgiveness because you forgave me. And I hear that as a word from the Lord to you right now. You've got to drop the charges. He said, but there's coming a connection, divine connections. Things that you could not, you couldn't connect yourself, but God says, I'll connect you. He said, there's coming a disconnection. Don't fear. When people walk out of your life, they could not go where you are, where the Lord is taking you. Bless them and move forward. Mm-hmm. And then there's coming a reconnection. People that, uh, relationships that, that left your life, even opportunities that left your life. God says, I'm bringing a reconnection. And you've got to learn to forgive. You've got to drop the charges and move forward in this reconnection. Receive that word right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hmm. Jeff, are you hearing anything? Uh, No, not yet. Hallelujah. This is the season. We are entering this new year. And if if I can, I know our our time's getting away from us, but I want to release one more thing about rain. James 5, 17 and 18 in the Amplified Version says this. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, with the same physical, mental, and spiritual limitations and shortcomings. He was just a a man like you and me. He was natural. And he prayed intensely for it not to rain, and it did not rain on the earth for three years and six months. Then he prayed again, and the sky gave rain, and the land produced its crops as usual. Now, don't miss that. The land produced its crops as usual. This supernatural rain awakened crops that were in the land. 
and the land produced as usual. In another words, he accelerated time so that the land began to produce in its season that had not produced for three and a half years. And suddenly this rain awakened the harvest. And I hear the Lord saying to you in 2023 that this rain and this acceleration of missed opportunities. He is making up for lost time and that your land will produce a harvest from seeds sown years ago, years ago that you have not seen come into fruition, but it is awakening that seed and it's going to produce right on time. The Lord says, I am moving right on time. Type that out right on time. I am right on time for you says yeah. the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Actually, that just reminded me of, of I do have something that I wanted to share. Um, uh, so every year, you know, my birthday is New Year's Eve. So every year God wakes me up early in the morning and, and it's like he wants time with me before anybody else does. It's almost like he wants to wish me happy birthday before anybody else. Um, and on the one year anniversary of, Andrew, I shared this with you. I've shared it a couple of times in the show, but I had this crazy anxiety attack that put me in the hospital. And as a result, like I, I was really dealing with like fear. The enemy was really getting a hold of my thoughts during that time of like, I was convinced I was dying and like all these things he was telling me I was dying. And yeah. Um, and, and so God delivered me from that stuff. Um, but this was the one year anniversary of, of really being right in the thick of all of that stuff. And, interestingly uh you know so that was one difficult season i'd gone through and then i've just gone through another difficult season this year and so the other day god reminded me of this scripture so i had woken i i woke up in the morning and he said i want you to read psalm 116 and i'm just going to read a passage but i really i this is for for some of you a lot of you who've been going through a really difficult season and you're coming you're actually coming out of that difficult season and you're feeling this calm kind of go over you and some of you can think clearly for the first time, you know, you feel like your head is above, you know, whatever you were going through. Um, but I'm going to read verses thir uh, three through seven. Um, it says the cords of death entangled me. The anguish of the grave came over me. I was overcome by distress and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Lord, save me. The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. The Lord protects the unwary. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. And um, I really feel like that's, some of you need to take some time and just go read Psalm 116 and let the Lord minister to you. Um, but I just really feel like that's who our God is. Yes. That we cry out in our distress and he saves us. And um, I just love that last part. I have it. I'm getting choked up even just talking about it. Um, just remembering how good God is and the things he's taken us through and that he's been with us in those storms um, every time. Yes. But I just have that, that highlighted that verse seven, return to your rest, my yes. soul, but the Lord has been good to you. And I just, um, I just bless you guys. Like I, I know how hard it can be. Um, uh, if it's anything like some of the stuff that I had to walk through this year, um, it's, you know, but God is good and he is faithful and, um, yeah, man. So Psalm 116 people go read I love it. That. I wrote that down. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So 
Well, Andrew, uh, what a what a great word. Praise what a God. great word. What an encouraging word, an exciting word for 2023. I know I'm I'm uh my spirit is leaping with joy, man. Praise God. Yeah. Mine is too. I'm I'm ready to see the acceleration mm-hmm. of God. Now, you know, there will be challenging times. Uh, so prepare for that. But God mm-hmm. has you covered. And I love that. The rest. Enter his rest. Because we don't have to be fearful. We just have to be in tune to the Holy Spirit. Because he's going to lead us into victory every time. And so uh, I'm excited about this year of acceleration. I believe we're going to see a move of God that we have been praying for for years and generations and we're going to see it yeah amen amen well okay andrew that's our show that was great um tell people how they can follow you i know that you've got a pre-order for your your new book right now so talk about all that yes i have a new book coming out it's called breaking the spirit of delilah accessing god's power to topple ancient strongholds and so it is uh, has to do with a lot that we were talking about tonight, about awakening and about uh, waking up from slumber and how to defeat the enemy. And so uh, I'm really excited about that. Also, they can go to andrewtow.com. I see that you have it there. Uh, also on Facebook and YouTube and all of those great social media platforms. But we love to have you follow us. Yeah, awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you so much. God bless you, man. Always happy new honor. year all that good stuff you too and happy birthday oh thanks man you know i was thinking about it i feel like there's gonna be a lot to talk about this next year so yeah we're definitely gonna have you back for sure <laughs> i love it i love it yeah. every time i get to be with you yeah yeah we love it too so everybody that is our show have a blessed wednesday we'll be back tomorrow which is already thursday which is wild um with Matt Kuhneman and Anthony Armstrong. That's right. The Game Changers from Lord of Hosts Church are back. And we're going to have a great show. We were talking. We were having a meeting earlier. And it was great. It's going to be really exciting. So you're not going to want to miss that. That's 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, just a reminder, ElijahFire.com slash donate is how you donate. Or you can mail. We have a little mailing address at the end. Um, and, you know, this is, you know, we're reaching the end of the year. You can make a donation. One last one. You're like, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to drop a nuke of blessing. Here we go. Boom. Um, So uh, all that money goes towards keeping this thing afloat, keeping it free and accessible. And of course, we're doing an amazing effort with the wells over in Uganda, which I love it. So awesome. I was in missions for four years, and that's like my heart is doing that kind of stuff. So I love that Steve has started to do this. So um, God is on the move, everybody. Get excited about 2023, and we'll see you tomorrow with Matt Kuhneman and Anthony Armstrong. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. 